Good afternoon, St. Louis, Missouri, Des Moines, Iowa, Charlotte, North Carolina, Memphis, Tennessee, Baltimore, Maryland, Scottsdale, Arizona, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Dallas, Texas, Buffalo, New York, uh, Indianapolis, Indiana, Topeka, Kansas, Jackson, Mississippi, also Oklahoma, and Kansas, Missouri, home of the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs, which will be playing this evening in the playoff game against the Miami Dolphins on the cold day. Welcome to Los Angeles, the Los Angeles, Missouri, Latino Commerce, on a beautiful September, January the 13th, 2024. My name is Al Folks, your host and creator, along with the other Al Allows and Scott Owens. Now, first of all, Al Allows, how you doing, sir? Fine. Well, you've been out in the weather this morning. How, 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 how's the weather outside today? Cold. <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> That's the weather report. <laughs> yep, it's cold. It's winter time. And you well, ain't got to figure out what time it is. You know what it is now. Yeah, well, on Doris Day, on the when they did, they, they did a performance, I mean, back in the days. What time, time is it? So right now, you know something real? It's a good thing for the weather to uh, change here. The kills and germs are. That's a very good thing. And also, right now, we have uh, Scott Owen, better known as Papa Bear. How you doing, Papa Bear? I am too blessed to be distressed. And I know you're, you're inside today and not on the bike. Uh, yeah, it's 22 degrees. I can ride it, but it's nicer to be inside. Okay. I put at least three layers of clothing. I might have uh, some thermal wow. uh, pants, uh, thermal underwear, stuff like that. Jeez, okay. You know, none of those leather straps, none of those things? To uh, no, I don't, I don't use chaps. I don't use chaps. Well, you need chaps, okay. Okay, anyway, we'll be joined later on by Mr. Chuck uh the third, um, uh, later on in the program, and he's also out there in D.C. with cold also, but we'll broadcast a live on Ferguson, USA, Hot Radio.com, a beautiful Wilson Church, where I'm inside with Warmness in North County, in North City, that's where Reverend Alan Miles is, and Scott is, and on the Missouri, was also warm down there. We thank you for the, uh, making lunch, we'll do that, Chicken Commerce, Commerce, a part of your, of your week, and this is uh, a beautiful week to, uh, to be celebrating. That's not the King's holiday, but we'll talk more about that. But right now, we're going to have a prayer with Elder Alan Lyles, Pastor Walnut Park, Mount Chapel Church. Don't get it. It's fine, fine. Is it 47 Lillian Avenue? Did I get it right? 5547, right. I'm kind of making sure. St. Louis, Missouri, 6120. And again, uh, you can listen to the Lesson today from Elder Alden Lyles, who's the pastor of our Walnut Park Bible Chapter Church, located at 547 Lillian Avenue. That's in Los Angeles, where it's cold also. It's the cold there, 61 to all. Next words you hear will be those of Pastor Alden Lyles, Pastor Walnut Park Bible Chapter Church, that's located at 5547 Lillian Avenue in Los Angeles, Missouri, 631 to all. Elder Loud, how you doing today, sir? Hey. And what do you have for us today? Let's, let's go into prayer. Yes, sir. Heavenly Father, 
We thank you for waking us up this morning and continue to and continue to keep us out of harm's way all over the universe. A day we have never seen before. And Heavenly Father, we know everything is in your hand. And we, you know you can do everything but fail. And we just thank you for your wonderful gospel. How did Christ die for our sin with buried and rose again? And by continue believing to the saving of the soul, continues to make heaven your home before you sleep and after you sleep. If a person don't have the gospel in their life, they're not saved by the gospel, they dead and trespasses in sin. And uh, Heavenly Father, we know everything is going to be all right today. We'll have a wonderful fellowship with you this afternoon. In Jesus' most precious name, amen. Amen, Father. Thank you for those, those words of wisdom, okay? Thank you for the fact that, as you always say, you know, we need to uh, be saved, you know, and, and, and you explain to us in many ways how they can do that, and we thank you so much for always being a great educator also. What do you have for us today, Will? Uh, we're going to look at Second Corinthians. Okay. chapter of Second Corinthians, and uh, the little the little subtopic says, "Why death itself has no terrors for the servant of the Lord." Okay, Second Corinthians. Went down. Make sure I get that right. Then. Fifth chapter, verse one. Okay. Okay, I got you. Go ahead, sir. The reason why death has no terrors for the servant of the Lord because we got eternal life already because we believe the gospel, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And we already have passed from death unto life before death set in. That's very important to be born again. The only message in the Bible is to be born again. People have every kind of thing about saying, well, I got baptized. Baptized don't save you. Believing the gospel saves you. The death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Yes, sir. And that's, you know, that's, that's all through the Bible, sir. Yes, sir. Then they go on to say, for we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were desired, we have a building of God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heaven. That's why we don't have no terror in death because our house is made without hands. In other words, we're in God's hands because we believe his wonderful gospel, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And we have already passed from death unto life, before we sleep and after we sleep. And it said, for in this we groan, earnestly designed to be clothed upon with our house, which is from heaven. Yeah, we desire to be in heaven. We want to go to heaven. We know we're going to heaven. And we know it ain't nothing going to keep us from going to heaven because we always believe the gospel. The death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. 
it so be that being clothed, we should not be found naked. You came in the world naked, and you're going to leave here with some partial clothes on, but you're still going to be naked. Mm. And you're really going to be naked when you leave here without Jesus Christ believing the gospel in his finished work on Calvary's cross over 2,024 years ago, how he died for your sins, was buried and rose again, and you continue to believe that to the saving of the soul, continues to make heaven your home before you sleep and after you sleep. Wow, Rev. Yeah, that was beautifully put, Rev. That was beautifully put. I never heard it put that way before. That was beautiful. Amen. But we that are in this tabernacle do wrong, being both. Not for that we would be unclothed, but clothed up on that mortality might be swallowed up of life. Now he that had wrought us for the self-same thing is God, who also had given unto us the earnest of the Spirit. And the earnest of the Spirit is eternal life. And Jesus Christ our Lord. Therefore, we are always confident, knowing that once we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. See, while we're here, we're absent from the Lord, but we know we're already in the body because he's in heaven and we are in heaven and we're still here, but we still are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus by believing the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. Uh, let me go on with number six. Therefore, we are always confident knowing that which we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. Number seven, for we walk by faith. See, we walk by faith and walk by sight. Yes. We don't fear what man can do. We only fear God. God is the only one that can make things be complete. Impossible, because we can't do nothing without Christ. Saved or unsaved. We are confident, I say, and willing to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. He said, that's why we say that, because he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He always with us. It's us that being sin. That's why you have doubts and you forget about the Lord and thinking about yourself and thinking you have, but it's the Lord Jesus Christ that's in you to have you to be, continue to believe by faith the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And that makes heaven your home before you sleep and after you sleep. Amen. And wherefore, we labor that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him. Amen. Amen. Because we believe in his death, burial, and resurrection by him. Did he go on to say, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body, according to that he had done, whether it be good or bad. See? You hear people talking about, if I do good, I'm going to heaven. No, you won't. 
It ain't based on what you're doing good or bad. It's based on you believing in the gospel, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And it said, there's none righteous, no, not one. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God until you believe the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are made manifest unto God. And I trust also are made manifest in your conscience. For mm-hmm. we commend not ourselves again unto you, but give you occasion to glory on our behalf, that ye may have somewhat to answer them which glory in appearance and not in heart. For whether we be beside ourselves, it is to God. Or whether we be sober, it is for your cause. For the love of Christ constrained us because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead. And that he died for all, that they which live should not in his force live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. See that? Mm-hmm. You can't live unless Christ is doing it. You can't do nothing proper unless Christ is in it. Amen, Rev. You know, I, I, you know we said always prayers up, blessings that makes until you you have because you ask not. You gotta ask. You gotta. That means you gotta pray. A lot of people say, like I hear these, uh, some of these uh, preachers out here, and they in error. They say, hear this prayer. You know, they tell me, hear this prayer, pray this prayer with me to get born again. That's not according to scripture. The scripture said. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. It said believe. It didn't say nothing about praying at all. It said believe. The golden word is believe. It, it sounds good, but it ain't sound doctrine. See, people pick up everything other people say, but you stick to the book, which is bibliology. The mind of God said, believe the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. You believe that? Heaven is your home before you sleep and after you sleep. And you already, your name is already written in the Lamb's book of life. You just waiting on him to call you home. In Jesus' most precious name, amen. Yes, sir. Wow. You know, Rev, uh, that's one of the things that, that um, you said so much there in such a short period of time that uh, that, that, that made it something that we live, that I say, we, you know, we walk by faith, not by sight. But faith comes with, you know, with believing. And if you don't believe something, uh, you can't just, you know, you, know, you don't have a slightest idea. Amen. You know, <laughs> what it is. And, and walk in the dark, okay? And, and it was, no, you know something real? Most people uh, who live in the cities, okay, have not really walked in the dark. 
Okay, and and I, and I say that if you go out out some place where there's no city of lights, you know, and there's no, no, no this plain long darkness. Okay, like you know, in the country where like in the rural area, uh, you don't have no light out there for maybe ten or fifteen miles. There's no light. Only the light that you bring. Yeah, that's when it's called. That's when it's dark. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you can look up at the stars. You can see the, see the stars, and all and all the moons and all things that's up there. The planets and all this. You can see God's work. To be honest with you. And then you know only one man can do all that kind of stuff, and that's God. Now so I can they go ahead, Rip. I just uh. That's all y'all gonna be hearing from me is this death burial. The resurrection of Jesus Christ until you get it in your mind, which is your spirit from God, which makes you be quickened. You quickened by believing because that's your baptism right there. Being quickened by the Holy Spirit before you even go in the water. Water for you to identify with other believers so you can break bread around the Lord's table and remember his death burial and resurrection until he come that's what you do until he come in Jesus most precious name amen amen <coughs> uh, you, you know I, that was you don't call that one up it's cold outside <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway uh, first of all okay before we go any further well, one of your brothers from your church passed away and you had a funeral this month. Tell us about that, you know, man. He had a wonderful celebration. That was my, my, that was one of my brothers in the assembly with me. We broke bread every first day of the week by remembering wow. the law of death, burial, and resurrection. Okay. And we, we continue to follow the apostles' doctrine. Yes, sir. Well, one day for sure, we know. Uh, He's on a mission now, okay, so he's heading up to heaven, and he's, he's going to be born wherever, he, wherever he's at. Oh, he's with the Lord. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. He said, I don't know where I'm going. Well, I know where I'm going. The book <laughs> tells you, if you believe the gospel, the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ, you'll be with the Lord. You'll be absent from the body, present with the Lord. Mm-hmm. What more can you explain? It's so simple. Mm-hmm. It ain't. I said my philosophy is simplicity to keep the life, you know, and that's what we do. I have to understand that. But real, I want to thank you again for uh, as we kick off this new year. Okay, by the way, uh, uh, I had a birthday this past week, and I'm happy to say that I am now the same age, number wise, as Elder Lyle, who said the five. And I now said the fact is happy to feel to be there. No real. Amen. Say that number, okay? Yes, sir. Just say that number. Wow, I know how you've been saying. Oh yeah, you've been more in power. What you done saying? And uh, and, and Scott, uh, being our little young pup here, you know, in, in, the, in our midst, we, we love you also, but as you look forward to identifying, because you is a very good view as you look at life from this. From the, and he was a, a, a building right now, someplace. You understand the ship floor. And you know, the higher you go up in, 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 
in a condo, the, the more senses of practice are. So you, you get the better view area. <laughs> so we're in a house, in the condo. Um, we got a good view, and God is blessing us to see these beasts in the past year. Amen. On that note, I'm going to say thank you so much for joining. Lunch was a good bet you were coming on a beautiful, beautiful Saturday afternoon. I um, pray that you continue to uh, the rev and live, live in the gospel. And I said, we thank you for being with us this beautiful Saturday on the Dr. Martin weekend. My name is Adam, folks. That's Reverend Elder Lyles, and that's Scott Owen, Papa Owen, and Scott to get out of here. Life is good. Welcome back to Lunch with Missoula Team and Comrades for a beautiful Saturday afternoon. Uh, second Saturday in the month of January. And I can say one thing for sure, it is cold outside. Yes, it is. As a matter of fact, the uh, cold, if you, if you listen to us, we pray to God that you're on the inside. Or if you're driving around in your car, listen on your cell phone. That's good also. And if you're with one of those cars that you have confused them, you need more blessed. But I will say one thing. See how cold it is uh, up in Buffalo, New York. That's not Buffalo, New York, okay. Uh, they were supposed to play the Steelers today in that game and they canceled because it is so cold in, in New York right now. So that game has been canceled. And uh, and so uh, so right now, we, we, that's when we know it's cold. And also uh, the game tonight, okay, that the Kansas the Chiefs, we're playing with the Miami Dolphins. Uh, when when the game kicks off this evening about seven o'clock, you know, seven ten, it's gonna be they're predicting be like one degree. 
one degrees, then you're standing on concrete. That is cold. And so, but right now in San Francisco, it's cold, and also if you have cold in an hour, uh, have their first uh, caucuses. We filled up the primary season. It's Monday, and, uh, and I haven't said that. Uh, one of the King's birthday is this Monday also. And it's also a federal holiday. And I said, we thank God for that holiday that Dr. King has, you know, and I'm uh, back up. Uh, I recall back in the days when it was, we uh, was uh, trying to get the holiday out of here in St. Louis. Um, this Monday, uh, we have an organization that will be out uh, marching from the courthouse uh, to the I guess when they went back down to, to the church right now, they do this every, 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 every Mother's King Day, you know, and I'm not like, uh, well, uh, constant guests on our program, the men dance together, the, the march for that, and then we'll be marching come Monday, and it's supposed to be like cold, colder than this day in here in St. Louis, but on the King's birthday, it will take place around the country. You haven't heard much about that you know, this year, there are so many other things going on, but most people will be out appreciated holiday. So there will be no post office, there's no postman in the mailboxes, no postal workers to walk in the cold, and, and all the banks will be closed. So again, this is one of the first official black holidays for a black man and beyond. I appreciate him. And I know it's cold because I remember years ago, I uh, went down to Atlanta, Georgia, back in the days, people just don't remember this. When a lot of young men were being snatched up down in Georgia, if you call that left. And about 25 of young men came up missing. And, uh, and uh, we recall that the family felt to be a St. Louis were kind of disrespectful. That margin, you know, on, on his death, April the 4th, if you're not aware, April 4th, the many passed the night. And from that, that was a beef history. About Dr. King holiday, and also he has a museum named for him in his honor in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. It's the uh, hotel, Lorraine Hotel, and he's not also where uh, he went to, to Memphis in those days. He had the garbage workers uh, uh, who uh, were, were being mistreated by the city of, of Memphis, and so that's why he was there. And uh, fortunately, uh, he met Jeff there, but. From that day going forward, he started a, a revolution that continues to go today that changed a whole lot of things in our, in our lives and your life. We thank God that every day, Dr. King and his family, you know, paid the price that we are pure and prayed. And that's what our freedom is in a whole lot of ways. And also, uh, as we uh, approach this, this second six in January, uh, we also. Uh, you need to be aware that the COVID-19 has not gone any place. It has not gone any place. Just because you don't hear about it in the news, they don't talk about, you know, the numbers that's, of that of people that's dying or people in the hospital. Well, let me tell you, I've been keeping track. The numbers of deaths have increased. They have increased, matter of fact. As a matter of fact, since, uh, uh, in fact, the last time they actually gave an account in the end of the month, but in December, the deaths um, were up 12 and a half, 12 and a half percent, had an increase. And on the increase in hospitalization, 
that was uh, uh, thank God, 20%. You know, and those are some large numbers we start thinking about them, and also because it's the cold season. And uh, people, uh, you know, uh, are just not saying, understand that it is one time. But I know uh, we just came out of the second, uh, one of the hottest years of our lives. <coughs> it was so hot. You know, and uh, as a matter of fact, this snow we have here, same little red has snow in a couple of years. And so so that's not been good, you know, for our vegetation. And that's why I'm rare, but you see all these floods and hurricanes. And all this is going on, you know, and it's not good. For, our, for, our, no, for us, okay, as a people. You know, that's why now, as we uh, get ready, man, you take your flu shots, by the way. Please get your flu shots. Please get your vaccine. In those places, they have food for you. And we know right now, that's what you can do right now. We pray you okay as Umbrea, Scott, and Mochebibo. Please get vaccinated. Please go ahead and make sure you protect yourself and your family. And you also do that, though. Come on, do that. Wear, wear a face mask. Like I was out this, this week, so I went back uh, on the camp here in St. Louis. The uh, county executive, uh, Sam Page, invited me uh, to the uh, county, state uh, of the county address. And I was there with my face masks on. And I saw a couple other face masks in the crowd. And I was happy to say that if you go out okay, you can't really separate, but I would kind of separate. You know, I wasn't around a lot of group of people. But uh, you got to you know, be conscious of where you're going. But what we can also do is wash your hands. And that, and that way, when you go in, go in someplace, you watch your germs off. And that's something you should be told as a kid. Washing your hand is, is also what needs to be done. And also, if you can do those things, you appreciate that effort yourself. And also, this is probably the coldest uh, weekend of the year so far. I would say so far. So far. Uh, like I said before, really, all this the game in Kansas City uh, is kind of funny. It's not funny to tell you right now they're trying to get some cardboard and where you're standing in that concrete on the sands there. You will keep, keep, your, keep your feet warm, but keep the mind standing on concrete for about two and a half hours. You're going to get cold. You're going you're gonna to get cold. I mean, you can't, I mean, you're going to be cold. I remember as a kid, you're in St. Louis, uh, back in the days, so we had a St. Louis cardboard here. That's going way back in the days. And as a football players, you know, all the high school games, we always got to put attention to the games. And one game we were it was so cold, so cold. So I can understand that on that, on that, on that concrete, it's not what you think it might be. We ask you right now, uh, again, uh, wherever you are, bundle up and join outside. And if you're standing inside, make sure you uh, got space here, kind of space away from, you know, uh, things and the drapers and stuff like that. Went for the young kids. And uh, I was right there, I got a, a lot of fires. That's how people try to, try to stay warm. And uh, and so, and, and also praise for the homeless right now. Real people and I both know that this time of year, the homelessness is something in our country that, that's kind of proliferated. So no, I'm not going to with numbers now, so you can please uh, pray for them, okay? If we have homeless shelters all over the country, and but it's still not enough. And so right now you need your call to how they feel outside right now. So again, um, we say you continue to you know, uh, bundle up. 
and also I said that, that we, uh, as we look, look to the new year, uh, uh, we still have now, because uh, Rena Ben, you guys know, they've been on the medical side, but you gotta have cold air to kill the germs. And, you know, and right now there's a lot of germs going around. And also, you know, um, for the first time in, in history, the Miami Dolphins and the Kansas Chiefs are having a playoff wild card game. And you can only be seen on Peacock. Now, up to this point, all the games have been carried on free TV or some kind of way. I mean, on NBC, NBC, CBS, News, and all that stuff, you know. But now, NBC, ABC, and, uh, and uh, uh, CBS will not be carrying those games, and they will be seen on Peacock. Now, Peacock is a, is a, is a streaming channel, and, and, and that's not built for everybody, uh, but it's available to you for two different ways. We got different systems and different services. And but the one thing about the NFL football league, NFL football league, last year paid Peacock one hundred and ten million dollars for the handles, which is right for this game. So make sure money does speak in NFL. Now you're not happy with this deal, keep your keep your mind okay. Um, you can't see the cheap outside of can't see the area. You will not be able to watch the game unless you get Peacock. Some kind of form. That's 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 unfortunately that's how things are going to be. We hope that's not the trend. Who knows? And also this past week, Bill <clears throat> um, Belichick, the, the longtime coach of the New England Patriots, uh, retired after 24 years. Uh, he had won six Super Bowl championships, you know, and uh, uh, you know, I mean, and, and like I said, he had kind of win the team football for the longest. By the way, he's not ready to retire. Uh, he wants to, to break the record uh, for the longest, the most, most games for a coach. And he's only maybe like 14, 15 games away, so some team will snap him up, I guarantee you. A lot of teams are need a good, need a good coach. But right now, in the case of I'm happy to say that you're doing a pace of did hire a black man as their new coach. For the first time they used to get a manager to uh, make hope. Mayo was hired as his successor to go to Bill Belichick. And, uh, and, 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 uh, and exactly, Belichick was a 15 head coach in their franchise history. And I say he was one, and also Mr. Mayo would be the youngest black head football head coach in the NFL at 37 years old. And also, this been a week of football, believe it or not. And, uh, 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 or if you're a college football player, Bumpy fan, Mike Saban, the Alabama head coach, retired. And the LCLS, the Tigers, their first BC National Championship in 2003. And then he was hired by the uh, Alabama uh, at the time. And he led them to the BCS and the National uh, Championships um, in football. 2009, 2011, 2012, and college football playoff championships 2015, 17, and 2020. And as a career, college coach, his record was down 292 games. He won Boston, who won and had one. He was at the NFL years. Not that, okay, he produced a lot, a lot of good black football players that would have been in the NFL. 
uh, now I'm become a millionaire. So again, uh, football has, has its benefits, and also uh, uh, I have them, and also I have a new coach also. And uh, this head coach is not too, not that familiar with everybody. His name is Kaden Deboer. D D O D O. Go ahead and name one one time, but he was the coach of the Washington. That's case we just just appeared in the championship game against the team this past past week. And uh, and he lost by the way, but now he's been hired to replace uh, uh, Nick Saban at the uh, University of Alabama. That was announced by the athletic director, Greg Bean. And Saban, so again, a lot of stuff has changed in there as he transitioned over to. And also, uh, here in, in our country, one thing I want you to pray for, gentlemen, uh, named uh, Lord Austin. He's also the defense secretary. Uh, he was been hospitalized for prostate cancer. That's really not this end. But anyway, as uh, uh, secretary of defense, uh, uh, he messed up. Uh, he did uh, not, you know, uh, during, uh, during the holiday season, went in the hospital. Was hospitalized over so some simple, some simple procedure, and it became more than that. And uh, and so he kind of messed up. But right now, uh, uh, he's back on the job, and then uh, he can let his chief of staff know, and everybody knows right now. And so uh, there's an investigation until what he did, because <clears throat> so far he didn't break any laws. So there will be a law for that play going to the future, how to deal with something like that. So again, we see the hearing also. Uh, the defense is very important because right now nobody knows. I'm not going to get off into what's going on in the usual, what's going on in the Gaza Strip. All I can say this much is that you can create a whole lot of more problems around the world. And right now, uh, we have to say in the Bible, <coughs> uh, you read it, it tells you about people who are doing me for the wrong reason. And right now, uh, this is the facts, and it's not just our folks. Opinion, the uh, war in Israel, uh, where been awarded. Uh, for many years, uh, this Netanyahu, who was the prime minister, paid millions of dollars to the, to the Hamas every year. Millions of dollars he paid to them. Nobody knows why he paid that money to them. and get another investigation. And also, uh, they, we know for a fact that the, the plan that uh, that we're going to attack them on October 2nd and then, and then while the separated over a year in advance, they were told this was going to happen. And unfortunately, because in that time, Israel was in an uproar because they're now who are trying to change the, the system in Israel where the, the, uh, the, where the, where the president and prime minister would oversee the Justice Department. And, and why would he try to do that? Well, guess what? He's trying to see out of jail. He's trying to see out of jail. And that was, well, that was kind of the, 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 the gist of that. And also, uh, if you look at our country, and we can see right now that uh, from this listening that took place on October 7th, we now have uh, more unrest in the Middle East now. And that the United States and the British, and the British uh, military, uh, we have now in the sea lanes bringing goods to our country. 
from from there that uh, the, 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 the Yemen's uh, there's a little umbrella there that <coughs> that more strikes you know the whole traders who are being abused here have been attacked by these you know some of these these uh, small guys they out there trying to you know not trying attacking these attacking these boats <laughs> so this has great created God bless you this has created uh, Feedback, and also, uh, you know, uh, you know, the, uh, people not aware of the, uh, the, uh, this group, okay, is back by the, uh, Iran, the, 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 Hundis, Hundis, uh, in Yemen, Yemen, on Thursday, uh, a massive return of uh, returns of his tracks, you know, war, war, uh, war, uh, uh
and then we do not have to go through an economic shutdown. Uh, that's the last thing we need right now. And I will not get onto all the uh, things that may take place, but right now, none of these deals that make us so far uh, uh, include any financial aid for years or off for Ukraine. And so that's what, so right now, we pray that things stay. And when I get off into the politics right now, uh, other than the five member stores, I was here that president, uh, former president of uh, 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 Donald Trump, and a whole lot of court dates more than I can keep track of. And so uh, we have been with this family. And it's also prevented Joe Biden, it all goes well. And also, uh, this past uh, week, uh, we got some, uh, to me, the bad news. I like space, I'm a space, I like history, I like science. Well, the United States for the last 50 years, and they're trying to get back, get back to, to the moon in some kind of way, you know, the, the launch of ship there. And so the, it, NASA uh, stopped. Get out of the, the rocket business, and now private companies are doing that. Well, a spaceship was launched this past week, and uh, over you know, years, but they seem to have some problems because of a critical fuel leak. Just hours after Monday's launch, the problem was reported about seven hours after Monday's default from uh, Cape Canaveral Station, station in Florida. Now, why that's so important? Well, the idea is for that missile to go there and to land softly on the moon. And then it can return, and which would allow us, okay, as a country, to send people to the moon and bring them back again. But right now, so that's had to be go back to the drawing board. You know what happened there. And also in uh, here in St. Louis, I uh, mentioned that county second uh, 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 Sam Page had his first uh, had the same union message this past week. William really new logo, you know, refining the over 20, the 20 logos that we have in St. Louis County, which is over 20, over 80 something municipalities up under one roof. And so also, uh, you'll see Missouri, our state capital, our uh, legislature is back in session. And already we have problems with people trying to get deals fast. And now you would think that the St. Louis Cardinals, the Kansas City Chiefs, St. Louis Blues, and also all the sports teams in Kansas City, they would have enough clout to get something done in, in, you know, in the non-lessing, but no. The bill they were trying to get past again has already been said, we will not pass. And so they're not going to stop there. They're going to try to get, get uh, the kitchen passed across the state to make sure we can get that across. You know, in, in terms of, of uh, putting on the ballot and then voting forward. And also here in St. Louis City and St. Louis County, Court Jackets. Where does the upsurge of decrease? Court Jackets have some relationship going up. And also, we're going to take a small break. There's a bunch of construction coverage or views for coal. Here at the end, St. Louis, now you're down, folks. That's real, just joining us shortly. And now we're about very set to get the BMO back. You join us very shortly. I'm not keeping it out here.
come back to lunch with the Mizzou, I take a comment from another beautiful uh, Syracuse, uh, city of St. Louis, and also around the country. Today we have one of my, well, one of our favorite guests, Mr. Bill Kovac. Uh, Bill Kovac is a uh, man of many talents. He's an attorney. And also, for many years, he had of the National uh, Team of Commerce. He's got a lot of things done there while in D.C. Still, he didn't live in that area. And I know he's a published author uh, on Amazon. He's written several good books. Uh, one of my favorite is the Reform Decasocracy. Did I get it right, Scott? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's Cacosocracy. You got it, Scott. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. <laughs> Okay. Well, how you come with that name, Bill? Uh, first of all, I wish I had never found that. I look, first of all, uh, Cactusocracy is a Greek name. It's been around for thousands of years, and I thought it was probably the best way to describe the current government of the United States, which is Cactusocracy means rule by the least able or least principled citizens. And I can't think of a group of people other than the United States Congress and the government of the United States who are least able and least principled. So I named it that, but I found out quickly that if the public doesn't know what it is, it takes too much explanation. And if that's the case, you don't sell as many books. So well, I probably would have just been named you know, something as the dumbest people in Washington or something probably would have sold. But well, Bill, Bill, you had, Bill, you, Bill, you had, you had a bestseller. You know, yeah, but I will say this. It well. But I will say this, though, Bill, you know, I read, read the book, you know, and I had I got a copy of a while back. And but what, one thing that it does, Bill, you took your time to educate people about the, our government, you know, how it should function. And, you know, what all the different parties, the different uh, pieces, I should say, that, that dictate what goes, should go right and, and how everyone has their own agenda. And I think that's what we're saying now right now. I just mentioned on the program a second ago about, you know, facing another uh, possible government shutdown. And then we now have chaos in the uh, House Representative in that now we only have one vote separating the, uh, you know, Democrats and Republicans. And that uh, the new speaker, and I have said the word new speaker, um, uh, Mr. Johnson from, uh, from Louisiana uh, is facing you know, a possible revolt already. Because as you and we all know, people understand this, that that's, uh, in the House Representative, one person can call for a, a removal of the speaker. And history-wise, we just had that take place last year where uh, Mr. Uh, 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 Kevin McCarthy, who now resigned from the House of Representatives, uh, was removed. And it took oh my God, a long time to replace him. And so now Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Mr. Johnson is now facing that same possibility as we go into the new year here. So, so I think your book still still describes what is going on in our government right now. Yeah. So? Yeah, let, let me just comment. The answer is yes, it does describe what's going on in the government, but it's a, it's a little bit uh, deeper than that. that uh, come on. When, when, I talk, when I talk about the role of Congress and all the problems, uh, I go back to the founding of the country where even before the Constitution, the, the great thinkers who really were the, the foundation for our constitution talked about mm -hmm. 
members of Congress and the president and the Supreme Court being fiduciaries. And fiduciary, meaning a fiduciary means that you give all of your loyalty to, and the question becomes, who do you give your loyalty to? A lot of people will say, well, you give it to the constituents or the interest groups or the donors. You don't. You give it to the institution that you're elected to or appointed to so that you can check the powers of the other branches of government. And when political parties started, they they actually amended the Constitution because right now we don't have Congress limiting the powers of the president or the court or the court limiting the powers of the president. What we have is politics 101. Democrats have their side. Republicans have their side. So the only protections American people have right now from government are Republicans and Democrats. Our Constitution never, never, never uh, wanted something like that. They wanted each branch of government to be protecting the American people, not political parties. And so we, what you have you, now... You, you, one, of those, one of those branches, Bobby, you've got to say, the branch of the government. Uh, judicial, legislative, and executive, the president. Okay. Here's the three branches. And you actually have two more, I would say. You have the bureaucracy, which does whatever it wants, and that's <laughs> yeah. really most of government. And then you have the media, which are actually propaganda arms for Republicans and Democrats. So, I mean, that's how I view. And then you have donors. So, I mean, that's sort of much of the universe. So, so that's six. Yeah, so, but the difficulty is, is that when you have members of Congress, and I, I pick on them simply because under the Constitution, you know, without getting too technical, you really own the citizens when the Constitution was written only could vote for the House of Representatives. Senators were appointed by the states, and the president was elected by the Electoral College. Because of the amendments to the Constitution, we now elect senators. But the only branch of government we really elect is Congress. So if people want to change things, we have to change Congress. And the whole purpose of changing the House of Representatives every two years is so that we, the people, have a chance every two years to say, this isn't working. Make it work. And my problem, and you and I have had this discussion more than anything, is that the people <laughs> of this country do not pay attention to what they vote for. And as long amen, as they amen, just throw in their votes at, you know, at a Democrat, if somebody tells them to vote Democrat or a Republican, we're going to continue to have this. And this country is in far... Look, I don't want to sound really negative. We're in far worse shape than we think we are. We've got a $34 trillion deficit. We're adding a trillion dollars to the deficit every six to nine months. At some point in time, we, we our share, your share, my share as taxpayers, is another $275,000 per person. How many people in this country could, could pay off another $275 $275,000 on their government's credit card. Not many. And and as this, thing, as this thing sort of barrels forward, at some time we're going to wake up and what's going to happen? If you go back and you look at, at, at the you know how many people traded in dollars 10 years ago, it was 72% of the world. Today it's about 50%. The Chinese and, the, and, and uh, everybody else, the Chinese, Japanese are starting to buy fewer and fewer of our bonds. At some point in time, somebody's just going to sit there and say, we don't trust you guys anymore. And at that point in time, I don't know what the country does. And Bill, also, some, you know, some Bill, uh, you know, here in Missouri, uh, just this past year, our uh, governor, uh, Sandra Bill, uh, Sandra, you know, a rule, a law that, uh, a rule they said he put in, exactly what I guess, 
saying that they were limiting, you know, uh, foreign nations to find land, farmland, up close to military bases. You know, a lot of the Chinese were buying land in Missouri, okay, because we got a lot of land for sale. And and so they're saying that they didn't, they were going to stop that. And she's not aware, a lot of foreign countries own the debt that we're in also. Yep. So it's not just, it's just not uh, all we own, you know, we own, somebody else owns this, owns that. Now, this is most foreign countries right now. And most of our skyscrapers and most cities right now are being built by foreign dollars. Yeah, so that that actually own those buildings and stuff that uh, that we know that you know and do business in, and now you know you said oh oh so that's who oh, that's who we in there too yeah that's who we in there yes we are and and, and they also and control that, a lot of the manufacturing that we rely on oh oh yeah oh my God you know right now most of it most of it you know uh no matter how that little get together not this fast uh. right now, the citizens trust the federal government. How do you run a country when only 20% of the country trusts you? Mm-hmm. And these guys, these guys, you know, I know you were talking on the prior segment about, you know, maybe another shutdown and stuff. These guys are being perceived as clowns. You know, at some point in time, you have to wake up and going back to my fiduciary responsibility. And your goal isn't to represent your 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 political people or your donors or your advocacy groups, your goal is to represent the institution of Congress, and your goal is to participate in the Constitution and the separation of powers and to control the other branches. And if you had a president who seriously took his oath of office seriously and really looked at the deficit, we're passing right now. If we all died today and our children took over, we're passing. Thirty-four trillion dollars worth of debt for our kids. Do you think that's, that's fair? A lot, that's a lot of money, Bill. That's more money I can even I can even imagine seeing. And I, some, somebody said the other day that we're spending just on interest something like I'm going to say, and I know this sounds like two hundred thousand dollars an hour. <laughs> Well, it's it's a couple trillion dollars. It's thirty, you know. It's going interest every year right now is going to be over a trillion dollars. So I mean, it's it's just out of control. And and the thing is, look, you're on the radio and you're trying to get people to listen. I don't know what the hell you do anymore to get people to listen. The only, I mean, I just really don't know. All of our kids are tied up in TikTok, and you worry about selling farmland farmland at least you can see and say well they're spying on us TikTok goes into our kids brain it stays there 
and stays there. And it's really, I, I mean, you tell me, but I mean, you got a good sense of where everybody is, but I have no idea what the hell I mean, people are doing anymore. Well, be honest, you know, I, you know, I was up preparing last night for the day show, and normally, you know, I can have a good sense, you know, for the different things that I want to talk about, you know, that's not being talked about, and I kind of looked at, you know, uh, you know the, 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 the uh, well, people here on day in the hour about President Donald Trump, we got this going on, okay, we got these, you know, these trials and those trials. Well, I'm off track of so many, so many, so many trials, basically. And then I look at what's going in the hour. And it's the cold, it's, it's so cold there, but but uh, it's taking place. And 90% of the country is not aware that in the hour they have a caucus, not a regular election. Right. And people are not, people not aware what a caucus is. You know, I mean, I, I, you know and that means that you've been disenfranchised more than ever before. Because people are not aware a caucus has been which for you're not aware, a caucus, you vote about how many people you can get out that day to be in a room, uh, in a school, in a school, in a, in a school auditorium, a tree, someplace that's large enough to hold enough people, okay? And, and I know that, go ahead. No, I, I just want to give you a different perspective on caucuses. We used to have sort of caucuses in Virginia, and this, this is going back. 30 years. Uh, mm-hmm. And I went to him. I, I mean, it, it was. We did actually, in Missouri, but we did in Missouri. Yeah, it's actually, they're pretty. In, I mean, I, look, nobody knows about them, and, and yet only the diehard show, which is a problem. But, but the thing right, is, with, right. with the caucus, you actually can show up and have your voice heard to the few people that are in the you room. Can, you can debate. 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 So it's, it's a little bit different. I mean, I, you know. <laughs> It's too bad that you can't have more people showing. I mean, I, the caucuses right. that I went to maybe had a couple hundred people, which is not, you know, it's not very representative of, of anything. But everybody was entitled to come. Nobody knew about it. Or people weren't willing. I mean, my recollection is it would took, take five, six hours on a Saturday. Most people said, I'm not, I'm not showing up. Well, we had one here. You know, the last time we had one was when Jesse Jackson was running for president. And at that time, we went into the caucus, okay? Most people was not, uh, even, uh, Reverend Jackson, you know, as their choice, right? But, and I was the person who was from chairing, the, chairing, you know, the opposite, no, chairing that whole, the whole area, the whole, the whole ward here. But in the ward I was in, in the, the region I was in, uh, we were outvoted, okay? And we went there endorsing, uh, uh, Reverend Jackson for president. And the gentleman that, that we thought we were going to endorse, he lost out. But again, the caucus was able to, huh, you know, get together, okay, and, and have and have your voice heard. Yeah. So I'm like, you, I like to me, caucus is a fun, either not. I mean, very, but but right now, uh, the whole system has been changed. Now, okay, uh, in years gone by, people not, people should be aware that uh, an hour was the first. Primary of the year, and that's an everybody, that's an everybody got there, you know, and, and, and go there. And sure, it's in a, in a state that's cold. It's majority of white people there. Okay? It's cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cold, okay. And, 14, uh, and, and, 14 below Monday is what they're saying. Yeah, right, in the bill. That is cold. That, that is cold, okay. And uh, uh, that's very cold. <laughs> I, I was telling my wife the coldest day I ever had in my life 
was uh, one time I had to fly from Phoenix, Arizona to um, Bismarck, North Dakota in February. And I went from like 87 degrees to a minus 15. And uh, stupid me, I didn't have a heavy coat. So it was a challenge. <laughs> so it's cold. Well, Bill, and I'm saying, but see, the people that's going to come out on Friday, on Monday, okay, will determine how the whole state goes. Yeah. I mean, and so that's not going to be a true showing, okay, of the majority of the state of Iowa. Yeah. But, but, but I mean, but I mean, but that's that's the, the way that that's the way the system was designed. Now, having said that, uh, you know. Uh, as we look at, you know, uh, money's talked, we hear that all the time, money speaks, DS walk, right? But right now, here in Missouri, we have the Kansas City Chiefs plan uh, tonight, okay? And they're predicting one degrees at the start, at the start of the game, it'll be one degrees. Tonight? Before the game, tonight, the game will be one degrees at seven o'clock when the game starts. Wow. And they're telling people, telling people when you go there, stand on, they take some cardboard to stand on. People want to stand on the concrete the, the whole time. Or, 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 or put that in your seat. Yeah, yeah I'm just serious, Bill. Now, that's not the, not the big deal, okay? The big deal is that um, that the uh, that the, the game, okay, will not be seen on regular television. You can't watch it in, 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 in Virginia. Where you not are. even on ESPN? Not, not on ESPN. What? Not on any of your footballs. It's on, only on Peacock. And I was oh. saying the money, money talks. Okay, uh, Peacock paid the NFL last March, I think it was, one hundred and ten million dollars. Okay, to have exclusive rights to that, that football game. And normally, a wild card game like this, okay, is not, you don't have no big teams. You know, that's being, you know, that's wild card choice. Well. Just to turn out, okay, you got two of your best teams, you know, that's, that's, that's playing in the wild card game. No, no, Miami was not. I'm going to have to, I'm going to, actually, I, I just assumed I was going to be able to get it. Bill, most people did. And in fact, I spent most of the week, okay, trying to figure out that, okay, now, they said that, you know, that the, the game will be shown in, in, a, in the Kansas City's <clears throat> normal, you know, uh, no, the 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 Tuesday the normal pick it up right. We're here. I'm Are you yes sure you don't have a blackout because it's local? Yeah. Look, do your research, okay, and uh, see if you can get can't see the Chiefs Miami Dolphins game tonight. You know, you know, and they say right now you can't do that. Huh. And right now you got to go purchase Peacock. And that whole idea, okay, is for people. Sell peacocks, you know. And right now, guess what? Peacock is giving it for half price, so they want to get subscribers on streaming service. And if you're not aware, the thing in the future right now is streaming service. Oh yeah, that's that's the future. And right it's now, gonna more, and it's going to get more expensive. Right, right. And so right now, the uh, the, uh, the, the the game tonight in Kansas City. Will be probably about ten degrees below zero, <laughs> and, uh, and, 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 and uh, Bill, I don't know how the Miami Dolphins you know who come up from eighty degrees weather <laughs> coming out there. 
come come in here, I should say to Missouri. Uh, I'm gonna be gonna get this. I'm gonna be saying, "Oh my God!" <laughs> you know, I know Tyreek Hill. You know, and that's it. Tyreek Hill coming back. So there's a whole lot of drama. Okay, that goes into this game that people want 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 to see. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, you really want to see it. Right, right. Not just Missouri, you know, around the country. And they said the, the game today in Buffalo, which should be being, should have been being played now, okay, on the, on the air, uh, that game was canceled by the governor because Buffalo, New York, had so much snow. Yeah. So that, that game was canceled. And the game, and the, and the other guy out there, New York, I mean, this, the Browns and uh, he's in Texas, okay. Uh, that that game will go on. And that's about three thirty this afternoon. Well, the environmental will tell you it's all global warming. Well, Bill, uh, well, Bill, right now we talked before before you came on the air. In 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 your area right now, that you have rain, right? Rain and cold weather coming your way, right? And you know, in, in the old days, in the Bible, it was called a no no Easter. He called it. Well, right now you gonna get all the rain in the air, the snow coming, coming, coming there, and it's snow easter. Well, mm-hmm. here in here in St. Louis, uh, out in the Mississippi River, the uh, Missouri River, you can't even hardly get barges down the river. I mean, you know, they have to do a little real single foul. I mean, there's the, the, the very little water, and we were it's, well, it's like I was excited, think we we're gonna get some snow. You know, the, the yesterday when we had very little snow, but we had the cold weather. When we wow. do need rain. We haven't had snow in two years, but we've had a lot of rain. Well, well, we have not had a lot of rain, okay, but uh, but you know, but but, but again, Bill, as Rand going to say here, as we the Bible tells us, we're going to hear floods, earthquakes. Uh, tsunamis, uh, tornadoes, hurricanes, and rumors of wars. That's all was spoken about in the Bible. And, uh, and not trying to be, uh, poetic, uh, you know, uh, trying to tradition. Uh, Rick got me out here. In the Bible, uh, uh, uh our country reminds me, okay, of, of what took place in, in, in Babylon. You know, Babylon in, in, uh, what's that, Rick? me out here, you know, uh, Solomon and Gomorrah. Yeah. Well, they why people are Solomon and Gomorrah. Yeah. yeah. That's why, that's why the United States going to be destroyed, not going to be a prophecy because of the mentality they got all over this universe is uh, homosexuality everywhere you look. It's nothing but that. And God forbid, and that's an abomination. And God yeah. going to take care of that too. You may have something. We got problems. Yeah, we got problems, Rip. I'm being, you know, in this that we look at. The thing, the thing uh, is, let me ask a really dumb question. Go ahead. There's no you dumb know, question. You're a lawyer. You know, I already yeah, But go ahead. Come on. You have all these kids who, who, you know, who don't want to work any longer, don't want to go to school, are being told by their, their teachers, boys should be girls and girls should be boys, or whatever. Whatever's going on. Yeah. Where are you going to where are the parents and all this? Bill, Bill, the, Bill, the, the parents' rights have been taken away from them. You know something else, Bill? Uh, I was talking to a young lady, you know, uh, the other day, 
And uh, matter of fact, she's you know uh, graduated you know cum laude. Uh, she had a job, about 23 years old right now, and she was talking about you know how upset she you know was with uh, you know I said it's okay with uh, Biden and stuff about what he's not doing, what she you know, and how many things are the communist. And I said, I said, hold on, baby. I said, uh, you should be uh, be thankful for Obamacare because that allowed you to stay in your house with your parents. Okay, until you twenty, you got insurance. Yeah, twenty five. Yeah, twenty five. Well, what is okay? And you, and you and I, real in our days, and you know, uh, we at, at eighteen years old, you was pretty much on your own. At twenty one, you definitely wasn't staying with your mother, your parents, and your father. You had you with you in college, okay? When you came home from college, okay, they expected you to get a, to have a job, have your own home, you know, and not come back home, okay. So, so when you left, they they immediately uh, redid your room. When I tell my kids how I grew up, yeah, they honestly think I'm just lying to them and making up yeah. stories. I mean, I grew, I grew up in Scranton, Pennsylvania. I don't know if you guys even yeah. ever have right. seen that city. No, I have Because of the coal, our entire, we don't have grass there. You have you have wow. literally coal all over the yard. Everything is just yeah, your car is pockmarked in the in the morning if you if you left it there. It's one of the poorest places. What, what, what's 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 what? Oh, pockmarked. It's it's just pockmarked. It's just from the piece of the coal with, I guess, the acid in or something. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Pockmarked. Okay, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh. Right, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, everybody, I mean, you know, everybody was poor, so we didn't really think about it. We were as rich as the next person, I guess. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> My kids, I tell them these stories, and it's like nobody lives like that. And it was like, yes, they do. They see do, Bill. Bill, yeah, see, that's our thing, Bill. You know, uh, we have had uh, our social media, you know, uh, portray us, okay? Everybody has, you know, these big houses. Uh, we got two car garages. We got garage in old days. The garage was a luxury. You know, you know what I mean? If you had a car for it, you, you, you were doing good, okay? <laughs> You know, and, and, and now, like we said, the kids, most kids are staying home with their parents right now. And, you know, and they, they, they got a good paying job, they still stay with their parents. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that means that they, they don't have to pay rent, they don't have to pay a whole lot of people, they don't have to pay. Because they say, no, I'm not leaving home right now. I asked, I said, you know, no, 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 I'm not leaving. Uh, and they ain't talking about putting me out okay. You know, and I said, yeah, I said, plus, I said, you come home from work every day. The mother's gonna cook you, couldn't cook your dinner. We came home from work. We had to figure out how can we pay for dinner. Yeah. And what we do well for that? Yes, to pay for Leo to cook dinner. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have my yeah. first garage until I was thirty-five. <laughs> they don't. They. They. I mean, they just don't understand this. That people actually don't live like people do on television. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah. you, 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 but but it's, it's real, you know. And another thing that uh, you know that that it makes this it makes it even worse uh, uh, as we talk about global warming and you know, all that's taking place. And it's so much good to me that so many things that taking place all at the same time. You know what I'm saying? 
our country, prior to, you know, you know, back in the day, we were not a fast moving company, country, I should say. And right now, everything is moving so fast. I mean, you know, like I said, like I said, I mentioned these trials with Donald Trump. We may have one trial going on with somebody, but now we got four or five, okay? We may have a, a House of Representatives have one debate, but they got a whole lot of things to debate about. Uh, then you had it in the Senate, but, but right now we're seeing this stuff before our very eyes. Back in the day, we read about it. By that time, it was a deal so late. But now we're watching stuff take place on time, you know, live and live, okay? And you know, and, and you say, what the heck is this? This is crazy. You know what I mean? And, 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 and when we have a bill, people expect, like I said, your, your kids in the garage, right? Well, hell, Bill, you know, uh, 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 you know, you were 35, I just got a garage, you know, about 10 years ago. Okay. Uh, in the city, they know you, you didn't have no garages. Right. You know, because you sparked on the street. And like I said, you, you know, you, you, you got in the morning time where after snow, you, you go out your parking space, and sometimes people, people got killed fighting my parking space, and they get home. Somebody <laughs> got into your space, you, you, dug, you dug out to get out the parking right to get your car out right, and you came back home, somebody took your space. Yeah. And, and, and people get ready to fight and have thought about it. People got killed yep. in my parking space. It's a, it's a, so what do you do? Well, Bill, 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 I don't know. Bill, you know something? I don't know. I, I don't know because right now, what we're saying to our kids and to people that we talk to, we're saying one thing to them, but they're looking at something else. You know what I mean? And then they, they get, get it from so many different resources, different places, and, and it's all somebody's opinions that they're going on. And then I said, and like right now, Bill, this is Dr. King holiday weekend. How many people have you heard talk about that? So, uh, and he, this holiday was something that we fought for a many a year. And oh, actually, I hear a lot of young people talking about it because it's a holiday. Because it's a holiday, they out from work. Right, but to them, to them, it's the same as Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, or whatever. Right, 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 right. Right, we do not have the same federal. Yeah. It's just federal holiday. It's a federal holiday. You know, they, don't, they don't get no mail. They, you know, they, you know, the banks are closed. I mean, but uh, uh, they, uh, like I said, you know, saying uh, uh, on Monday we have a parade to go doing things. You know, we, you know, in, in another life, you know, when I said when I was a younger man, <laughs> uh, well, I went, to, went, to, went down to Atlanta, you know, to, to take some money to the King Center, you know. Uh, and, and, and they was upset, okay, at my organization and me because uh, we were celebrating Dr. King's death on April the 4th in St. Louis. And I just proudly explained to them, okay, the reason we were doing that, that in, 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 in January the 15th in St. Louis, it's cold as hell here. Yeah. And then one day, the unit we went down there, you know, it was eight, we had 18 inches of snow that year. You know what I mean? You know, and, and, and I explained to him that we were doing what was best for our climate. And, you know, and that, and that Bill, I gave them an adage, okay, that you would understand that in, in Louisiana, which is where I'm from originally, that, uh, that, 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 that in New Orleans, you go to a gas funeral, 
you cry going to the graveyard. And when you need, you have a celebration. And that's why I told him, like, you got to flame outside the peace in here. That's eternal life. Well, hell, you can't have eternal life. And if you're going to come to Atlanta and just stay in the house, okay, and not, and not celebrate his life. Right. Well, guess what? The next, the next year, okay, I'm happy to say that the whole King Finn was all over the country, okay, celebrating his death. Not, not just his birthday, and that, that's kind of put the name out there. Matter of fact, the next year, okay, we had parades all over the country. Huh. And we were fortunate to have the Lord's one in the, in the country at that time. Not a holiday parade. Because again, people they had more visibility, had more people you know, out there talking, okay, about Dr. King's death. Now, people know his birthday now, nobody, nobody did that. Do they teach about him in the St. Louis schools? They do, yes. Because, because we had a holiday parade, we had, some, we had a lot of celebrations that we really have here at Harrison, you know, Harrison University. Uh, they have a big thing, you know, the, uh, they have the, the government put up a, a, a mission, and they do stuff you know, here, in the, here in the city, yes, they do, across the state. Good. I mean, I mean that, yes, I mean, yes, yes, yes. Now, uh, uh, and, you know, and, and I guess what happens here is, you know, a lot of the uh, kids and their parents kind of talk about their parents, what they did on their holiday, you know, how they went out and what they learned in that particular time period. And our goal of the organization at that time was to promote, you know, Dr. King, you know, but I said, but nobody talked about that, like I said before. Nobody even talked about John F. Kennedy's the death of the day he died in November 22nd. Yeah. Nobody even talks about that. Well, I mean, a lot of these young kids are rewriting history anyway. So, I mean, right now, yeah. one of the things that's going on around here is the city of Philadelphia is trying to take down the statue of William Penn. <laughs> uh, well, come on, bring it up. Come on, what happened? Well, I didn't think enough people even knew who, I mean, I know who he is, but, you know, he's the founder of Pennsylvania and he was a Quaker and dealt, you know, he traded with the Indians and I guess he probably got too good of a deal on their land, but, you know, I don't know how much land was worth. When it comes to land deal, look at the Catholic Church, okay, most of the universities know today, all of them, okay, you got land from slave owners. Yeah. They were slaves. They took their land. That's why the Catholic Church right now is having so many problems right now, you know. I was raised Catholic, don't get me wrong. But right now, as they have these, these lawsuits against them, and that's why in the meantime, the Catholic Church, you know, uh, population is decreasing, you know, and and, and, uh, and and even the Pope right now is changing about how they you know, look at homosexuals now. You know, same-sex men. Yeah. yeah. That's what Rev just said, you know, Rev. We in trouble. We're we're in we're the, whole, the whole world. One, the, whole, one world. of the problems that that I have, and I probably shouldn't say it on the radio, is you know the Catholic Church is one of the wealthiest organizations in the world. They're wealthier than in the world. world, and I don't know what they really do to help the poor. The world is the biggest. I don't know. What, I, I don't know. I don't know. They have you know like. The Roman Catholic Church is the false prophets. They are the enemy. 
They are the most yeah. wickedest people I ever known. The Vatican in Rome, okay, is where they keep all that money and all they use and stuff around the records, right? And they call it their basilica, right? Well, here in St. Louis, okay, we are the, we are the backup to the basilica in Rome. Did you know that here in St. Louis? I didn't know that, but I do know you had that, that beautiful cathedral downtown. Right, right. No, it's in Midtown, okay? Midtown. It's in Midtown. I, that's all yeah, downtown. But, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's, a, it's a, called a basilica, okay? Because right now, it is, it is a backup, okay, to the, to the, to the, to the Roman you know, Catholic Church in Rome, okay? This yeah. is this is this is where they keep their backup records, okay? And other thing here, okay? Because you don't get the name basilica, okay? Unless you had this honor, okay, that they stood upon, upon the city, upon the yeah, building, yeah. I should say. In St. Louis, I think the only basilica in the country is if it's not the only, it's the first one that they had that designation. I did not, I did not know that. I didn't even know yeah. they had backups. I assumed they did, but I didn't know that. Well, yeah, no, no. Well, well, right now, you know, one of the things, you know, during, during history, we have to tell you. There's been all type of wars and overthrown wars and the Romans go through a lot of yeah, a lot of people, okay? So they prepared those kids somebody came in and overtook them. So they wanna have the new world, okay, they to have a place to go so they could, you know, in case they were wiped out. They have some place, you know, to refer to as a background. Well, especially with all the wars in Europe and stuff. Real. Right now, okay, uh, and, uh, uh, and, I, and I didn't get into this, what's going on with Hilda. Right now, you know, people, I, I mentioned, did mention it, you know, in my, in my other program, that I didn't understand how Netanyahu uh, paid the Hamas millions of dollars every year, okay? Millions of dollars every year. And then they had the, uh, the, uh, you know, the plan that they, they used October 7th was available to them a year in advance. Everybody saw it. And, and but, but what happened though, Netanyahu was trying, in his own way, trying to, trying to, trying to destroy their democratic policy, but they were doing it. He wanted the government to be over, 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 the, over the, the, the courts so he could see how they deal. But, but Ira, I, I, I mean, I know you're, you're shocked at this and you blame it on that. All the governments do this. I, I, the, I know. The government is supposed to work for us. They are supposed Thank to be you. our servants to help make the country better. You tell yes. me one government on earth, I'd like to know it, that, that does that. What government gets up every day and says, now, you know, there might be some mayors in the place where they make the cities beautiful and they help and they, mm -hmm. you know, they try to do things. But when you get to the national governments, tell me one on earth, one that actually hmm. does something for its people? Bill, I can't say, I, I, I can't say, uh, that, I mean, I used to know there was, uh, but now there are not, because right now, like say, even, even in our country right now, uh, you know, uh, we're watching, I feel right now, I just, I just gave you a good example. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, the Dolphins, top football team in the world, in the country right now. And somebody paid $110 million, okay, to take away the rights from anybody else. Come on. 
Well, that's what happens when you <laughs> talk first and everything else. You the other walks, right? I mean, but now, but but now, is that fair? No. But then, but then, if anything, it leads us. Group, okay, I think maybe 50,000 or 50 million people or more may have access to that football game. And so that puts you in a certain class of people rather than anybody else. That's why how we separate people right there. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm different than you. Is that fair? No. Well, you know, I always tell my kids, you know, you're not going to, if you're looking for fairness and it ain't gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen mm-hmm. here. You know, when they tell me their boss is doing this bad and that bad and it's not fair, and it's, I say to them, you know, you, you got to get over that. The best you can do is, is really hope that within your own life you can do the best you can do and be as fair to people as you can be. I mean, I don't know what else you do. Uh, wait, 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 you know, you know something else that really gets me. You know, it does. Okay, uh, in history. Uh, the blacks, okay, fought for, our, for rights, okay. You know, it, you know, it was, you know, we were fighting for jobs, fair, fair respect on the job, fair respect, you know. Okay, and we still are, okay. Well, along the way, okay, a couple of years ago, uh, the, 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 the white female said, well, hey, I'm a minority. Guess what? She got more rights than we do right now. Okay, and then, and then they come along, he come along, the, uh, <laughs> okay, the, uh, you know, you know, the Asian nations, you know, the uh, Hispanic, but, but they holler about the disadvantage, but on the justice, okay, they consider to be white people. They don't find themselves down as being blacks. Yeah, I know. You, you, you know what I'm saying? They're saying you know, and I don't have that deal. Uh, well, right now, they, 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 they're trying to write, well, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I, I want to hear it. Well, right, 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 right now, Bill, they're trying to now to take away all the advantage, okay, everything that benefits the blacks to hear, you know, like even now, the, the fight up at Harvard University with Miss uh, Miss Gates, it wasn't about that she was who she was, the color of her skin, okay, that was color of her skin, but she was in a position, okay, that, that people found out that, hey, well, what happens here? They had a black president of Harvard and she's a black female? Well, people weren't aware before that who she was. What you find out, say, oh, no, we can't, we can't have that black woman up there doing that. And I will say that, no, you can have other black women do the same thing. Then they look at, they look at, you know, then they come and see how DEI. And now you got this one white guy that's going around now, okay, who, who did the thing about, you know, a lawsuit with the Justice Department, uh, that, and he's not even, the thing that he filed a lawsuit and went in for the Supreme Court now, uh, he's just doing things now. Because he can. Well, because, because, that's not right. I, don't I, I don't know where you are in this whole DEI thing, but I think it's getting to be ridiculous. I mean, they're prioritizing who, who, who in society. And, and like the other day, it was really, I thought it was really interesting. The chief uh, DEI officer for Johns Hopkins Hospital, the chief okay. medical officer, she comes out and, and, and says, here's how, here's what we're going to teach our medical people when they're giving care. First of all, anyone who's privileged should go to the bottom of the pile because they've already gotten whatever they should get. But, that's not, that's not if, fair. but then they started listening. If you're white, but you're being over 45, 
you were the wor- you have the most privilege and you were the worst of people. <laughs> and then she sort of goes down this whole list of who's there. And to fit in that list, and it's it's to show you, you basically have to be one of the LGBTQ. <laughs> Right, right. Whatever. They're the only people who get benefits anymore. And I'm sitting there because I said to my wife, I said, you know, I'm on the bottom. You're be crazy. Every single subject for every single category. Bill, 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 me at 75, okay. I'm on nobody's list. That's true. <laughs> okay. I mean, but, but I'm saying that is where our country is, you know, and, and they said, and unfortunately, I, I don't, I, personally, I don't see, like we, just, we said it earlier, okay, let's not stop and Gomorrah. I mean, you got people making that here saying, well, it's okay. We got a, 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 a prosecutor, uh, uh, Tim Gardner, and she came in here and made so many changes, okay, did some things that, sure, that would change needed, okay. But like I was talking to a, a good politician the man the other a couple months ago, and you're talking about this being progressive, okay? What people didn't know what progressive meant was a word they heard, okay? You know, from progressive, okay, was something that uh, when Bernie, uh, Bernie Sanders talked about, you know, being progressive, and heard the word. And progressive really is, is a part of communism. If you look at it, yeah. that's where it's got its origination from. Yeah. You know, and people didn't, didn't know that. And like sometimes these people are changing rules around now. They don't know what they're to do. Now they want to go back to go back to where it used to be. But yeah. that make it that make no sense? No. No. If you, we already know, Bill, it's like toothpaste. Once it's out the tooth, you can't put it back in. <laughs> that's, that's very true. It's it, it is a mess, and um, you know, if I had to blame anybody, yeah, I'd blame the politicians, but. You know, you have to, you have to, because we, first of all, we put our faith in, in our money in them to do that, like you said, and uh, reform the catastrophe. Yeah, say right. Okay. Okay. okay, in that, okay, the book tells you how everyone who went, goes to Congress, they're all there with a different agenda. True. And, and they're all there representing their own agenda and their own people that, 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 that they're, fighting, they're fighting for. But once they get that bill, hear me out, Bill, but once they get there, okay, they forget about the people they sent in there. They become part of, of the leaders. Some you talked about on the show a couple years ago. When the person gets to Congress, okay, they get that power, they change. Well, Ira, I, anybody would change. If, if, if you told me tomorrow, I'm in charge of a $26 trillion economy and I can do anything I want, regulate it any way I want. And by the way, we're going to give you a budget of $6 trillion and if you need more, just print it. And nothing else matters, just do whatever you want. Your head gets big. Yeah. And what? there are no politicians today running for office that really sit there and say, Here's a practical way to do things. I'm not talking about great theories. I'm talking about just practical ways of we don't have common sense. Common sense. Common sense. We we don't have we don't have the money to to, to study shrimp on on treadmills, and we don't have the money to have all of these new DEI programs where you have more administrators than you have professors mm-hmm. in school. 
we have no, we don't teach our kids reading, writing, and arithmetic. I mean, maybe it was really simple in my day where nobody was really that sophisticated, but you went to school and they taught you how to read and write. That's all they did. They didn't well, care about it. Then just the other day, just the other day, we had a kid jump on a teacher, 65 year old teacher who came back, okay, out of retirement, to try to help the, help the kids, right? And, 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 this, and this kid came back to class, get a book back, what it was, and he jumped on the teacher. I mean, and it actually got a, got a, a video of it, okay, uh, uh, him actually, uh, he or she, okay, actually beating the teacher on the ground. You know, yeah. and, you know uh, yeah. The hours, the, the key, the, the straight word for that in the scripture said, there is none righteous, no, not one. one. Well, That's the answer. Well. And they confuse. The confusion brings about chaos and mistreatment <laughs> and everything. Confusion does that. You don't know your yeah, head from your rear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Young blood has more truth to it now than ever before. Yeah, well, I I wish I had better solutions. I mean, you know, I think back of like when, I, and obviously I wasn't alive then, but when Calvin Coolidge was president, he was a guy okay. who never owned a house in his entire life, never really made a lot of never made any money on the presidency got up every day had the best economy in the history of the united states and got up every day and if he and every day he he worried about the budget and read read the budget and made cuts or made improvements or whatever they had it was a they had you know balanced budgets in the united states we had the greatest economy we've ever had everybody was working what happened there where are those people today? Where, where is the, the Calvin Coolidge type who says, I'm just going to go to Washington and, and run the country in a common sense way? People have to work. Let me give you one example that really just rips me off. And you and I have probably talked about it. 40% of buildings, one of the biggest issues I run, this is to your point, mm-hmm. is low income housing. It's one of the biggest issues in the house, in, yeah. in the country. And to, Forty percent of the cost of all housing, low income and everything, is yes. regulation. The cost of a yes. of one unit, one apartment, low income housing in San Francisco is eight hundred thousand dollars. The cost of one unit in Fairfax County, Virginia, is about four hundred and fifty to five hundred thousand dollars. Wow! That's the average house in the United States is only two hundred twenty-five thousand. How the hell did we get to having? low-income housing triple the cost for one unit of housing how 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 did government and they don't there's nobody on a city council somewhere who wakes up one day and says you know maybe we don't need all these regulations and maybe we need to build them for two hundred thousand dollars somebody said somebody said to me the other day that the cost of housing all of our homeless is like $50 billion a year. And, you know, it's a staggering number. But we're spending 450 to $500 billion just keeping all the illegal immigrants in camps. Thank you so much. You know, I've got some homes in St. Louis um, back some years ago, okay, about 25 of them, uh, you know, and, uh, and sold all of them, okay. And you know, and, and you know, and they sold 
And everybody was happy. Everybody. And the housing itself, along with okay, Bill, was nowhere close to the figure we're looking at right, well, right now. You know, for, for people to understand this, in, in, uh, in Missouri here, Bill and I went on a project in Haiti, Missouri, where we trying to, when we were going to build a 20 years of housing. And so what we're talking about here by now, about the affordability of the construction of it, we know what we're talking about, 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 how, about how the regulations, okay, that goes into the whole, into the whole thing, makes it all a, a cluster, what you want to call it. I don't want to use the word on the radio right now. But it's all, but it's all, 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 all in, just, just in, in the, in the uh, regulations and stuff that that, that, that changed our whole world. <laughs> Sorry about that. Gesundheit. That's okay. Gesundheit. Let me give you an example of how stupid things are. The other day, I'm trying to get okay. my my old Lionel electric train fixed for my grandson. Oh my God! So I took it over to. There's actually a Lionel repair shop in Virginia wow. it's been around since 1910 which is really pretty amazing probably yes. one of the few in the US so I went over and I started talking to the guy really really nice guy and he's gonna he said oh it just needs some cleaning and I'll clean this and this and this and mm -hmm. I think he's gonna charge me 50 bucks or something like that which is <coughs> fabulous wow and he had the, he had this entire train platform and it was beautiful in the back room where he mm -hmm. went in and tested the train and I started to follow him to walk in, and he said, "You can't walk past that blue line because if and you're on a monitor, and if the county reviews our monitor, well, they're going to find me five thousand dollars for you walking through that blue across that blue line." Uh, this is how stupid. And he said the place isn't set up for OSHA standards or something back here. It was a train platform. common sense for ungovernment. <laughs> I, I, I think that I don't think that's applicable. I think we're far I, I, I think we're far beyond common sense. I think we're on, on an agenda of some sort. 
And, uh, Bill, this might be a good uh, uh, area for you to comment on. What is the motivation? I mean, we could come up with the all the all the reasons why this whole thing with the uh, border is going on, and and not just the opening and, and the free access, but the compensation and the accommodation of it. Yeah. You know that that isn't common sense. But it's far beyond common sense. There's an agenda, <coughs> and uh, I saw I saw something. I this is I saw where students were being moved out of housing. I think it was in New York, so to make room for the uh, the the immigrants. And then I think it was oh, no. Maine or somewhere where I saw they came out and were asking families to accept them in, and. If you then turn to the public opinion and the number of different perspectives of that, you, you started, there's comparisons uh, like with uh, Ukrainian uh, war refugees, or, or was it Af Afghanistan? The first one, I think, was Afghanistan, yeah, uh, yeah. where with the uh, military was making its exit, wouldn't it? Afghanistan, and they left all the equipment, all that behind. Uh, right. Nonetheless, there were a number of families that were evacuated, and they made um, they made a a uh, way accommodation. To, yeah, accommodations for them mm -hmm. with other American families or communities to support and accept and take them in. Uh, and so that's that's one image that you have of. On the other hand, we don't have money for basic fundamental things that are so needed, but there's all kinds of money available for other things. So it's the, the conversation of common sense in government is not mm -hmm. applicable when there is it, 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 there's no there's no, uh, there's no there's no standard to hold it to because everything's gone out the window, you know, and you get mm -hmm. to the point now where uh, there's talks about who can be on a ballot, who can't be on the ballot, and it's the main two um, candidates that are at question. Uh, and so there's a lot of different things going on that make you question the whole issue, but it's gone beyond the obvious common sense uh, issues. Mm -hmm. So... I, I just, but the people I are still that. electing these people, Chuck. Yes, they are. And the system is not changing. It's getting worse. Uh, I can remember growing up to where, back, let's say, to the Nixon era, where it was the Republicans were seen as unscrupulous and would do anything and everything. And they were, you know, they didn't play by the rules. They did not exercise common sense. Well, it's swung all the way around to now where the Democrats have no rules, no common sense. It's whatever they want to do or however they want to do it, so it seems. So I, I, I can't answer that question. And, and I do believe, though, that the 
preponderance of the issue is forcing this kind of conversation about electing who are we electing and and seeing beyond color lenses or because of this group or that group or this ethnicity or who you may serve or you know Ira, in the case of people that come on this show and make comments about what they can do and how and all that and then we find out that once they get elected once they get in there you know is there is there anything they can do so right. um i i think we've got to basically cut the charade i mean like it's all the way back to the original donald trump conversation about draining the swamp and all that kind of stuff it's gotten so that the all it doesn't matter what uniform you wear whether you're red or blue or this side or that side it's it's ridiculous it's bad it, i mean it's so, we're losing we're losing we're losing everything so right for you so right for you okay um, I, Bill and I got into the conversation <clears throat> that uh, that originally uh, minority participation was blacks were trying to get. You know, we were the, the reason. Okay, they were making rules and laws. Okay, you know, blacks have you know, to have access. They have you know equal, equal rights and stuff. Well, along the way, the white females said, "I'm a minority." And then before we know it, okay, that has changed. And then along the way came all of these, you know, the immigrants who came in here from all, you know, from all walks of life. And not just, you know, the, from the uh, Mexicans, from the Chinese, all down the line, okay. And then on top of that, okay, then we came up with the, uh, you know, as we're making these rule changes. Now, you know, the LP, LDP, I can't pronounce it another sometime. So, but along the way, the black folks are still being trying to take our rights away from us right now. And everybody else is getting what they want. And we still got, we still have, you know, still right now. They got laws being made now. And what we was talking about on the DM bill again, that, uh, that, 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 the gentleman that filed that lawsuit, you know, right now are upset that, 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 that blacks are still getting some benefits, you know, from the law. And he's trying right now to go back to court. They have that law changed to change again. Bill, me check him out on that if you don't mind. What I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure everybody's getting much out of government these days, even the people who think they're winning. Um, one thing I just I just want to go back to a point that Chuck had, had started on as we were talking about, which is his first question, you know, what's behind the open immigration? And I actually, because I've got an article coming out on this, one of the things I asked that question, it's like, Who's paying for this? And I was really shocked. At first, I thought, well, the federal government's got to be paying. It's really interesting. This is fascinating. The Constitution allows the federal government to discriminate between citizens and non-citizens. And I, I did not know that. And I mean, I guess I did, but I never thought about it. But states cannot discriminate, cannot deny constitutional privileges to non-citizens. So what's happened with all of the immigrants coming in and the reason why the states and local governments are picking up the hundreds of billions of dollars is because under the, cons under the Constitution and the Supreme Court, the Supreme Court has said they've got to provide the same benefits to non-citizens that they provide to citizens. So the federal government is putting in nothing. 
and the states are picking up the $450 billion tab. That's that's pretty remarkable, because think about what the states do. They collect garbage, or the cities collect garbage, they build housing, uh, they run highways. Now they're having to take all the money out of local programs that benefit citizens and put all of it. This is one of the reasons why New York's doing what it's doing. It's got to give, based on Supreme Court decisions, it's got to give these these benefits. If they're giving those benefits to any other to a citizen, they got to give them to a non-citizen. That's a pretty frightening concept. And I'm, yeah. I'm writing on that, but you would ask, why are they doing this? One, I think they're doing it for political reasons because it helps with the census and and money for uh-huh. everything like that. But I think the second thing is that uh, it's a, it's a free ride for the federal government. Why why not do it? It's not costing them any money. They're not spending the money. That's why they aren't involved as much as they are with the border. They just say well, whoever wants to come in, let them come in. So we if and if that's true, which it appears to be, we got bigger problems than you think because the federal government's saying we don't have any responsibility over anything to help anybody. Bill, let, let me uh, let me ask. Uh, let, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but that's 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 who we are. That's what this is. But let me ask you this, and, and this is just uh, an opinion. But th- is there plausible concern for a security uh, element to the people that we see that are coming in could, in fact, represent a militaristic uh, disposition? In other words, they're not the, the, a lot of the ones I've seen now. They, they may be selective on what we do see and, and not uh, who's coming across the border, but they do look like able-bodied uh, military type yes. uh, uh, profiles. And yeah. then, and they're then, not and they're not just Mexican or Honduran. They're no, Chinese, no. Afghan, uh, you know, Iranian, Syrian, you name it. Yeah, and, and I you mean, hit it so, on the nail. Well, we don't even know. Uh, you hit it on the nail. And whether they're African, whatever they are, what you know, what is the agenda, and, and how is it being uh, managed, or or something? Because they're given, I, I think they're given a, a Visa card with five thousand on it. They're given a phone, and they're giving a given a uh, court date or, or some some rele- some relevance to. Some, you know they're going to get go for a, a hearing at some point, but if there is a uh, aggressive, as it seems, it's escalating uh, with the Iran uh, mm-hmm. and the drones shooting down, and I, I think I heard a, an American ship was uh, confiscated. I, I want to use the word confiscated, but taken possession of uh, this past week. They, they did not report too much on that. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's not far-fetched to see that we could be in an aggressive scenario with uh, Iran and they could we're in a vulnerable position here that uh, we might have to be able to defend the homeland and then just as you talked about depleted resources of the state that's that's I think the National Guard that we mm-hmm. call called upon in that regard uh, and not sure where the uh, national military uh, uh, 
of resources and elements where that would be. But we're not, as far as we know, we have no plan, though. Uh, we're not reacting. So the whole the whole exercise should have a full plan. You know, if you're going to let them in and, and put them here and do this and do that, and just turn them loose and nobody knows it. With, with, with your gentlemen and, and Bill, you know, uh, I'm happy to say uh, that, uh, and sorry, Josh, you said time is just about gone. And this has been a very, very, very progressive conversation and said about what is going on in our country and that needs to be done. And I'm sorry to say that, uh, uh, Chuck, you got the last couple of minutes here, okay, to kind of wrap this up here, but uh, this is be continued by all means at some time in the near future. Gentlemen, you both come back and we both all get some information and have this, take this kind of conversation to the next level. We all agree to do that. You got it. Yeah. But Chuck, would you, you agree on that? Yeah, uh, I, 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 yes, I agree. I agree. Okay. And I don't really have a whole lot of pearls of wisdom to, 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 to drop into <laughs> this. Uh, I, I mean, that would be, you know, great, great new something nobody's thought about. But I will say this, that we're not backing down. We're standing right. up our uh, observation, our, our intuitiveness, and we are offering uh, a place or a way in, in, from the National Black Chamber, from uh, like-minded business associations and organizations, and, and leading from a commerce perspective on accountability and then taking things into our own hands. And then, you know, you were touching on it about who's a minority or what's not. And what right, right. it's aggression, this aggression on uh, diversity to where, you know, I, I've been asked several times this week, you know, what would we do if it was illegal to be black? Oh, my God. <laughs> You know, if if you can't, the fearless fund is black women wanting to raise money or donate or uh, invest money in black women businesses, and that's being deemed as uh, challenging the legality of it. What's left? What 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 can we do that is? And you're saying if we exist, we've got to serve everybody. Well, can you? I'm sorry. Let me ask you. Could you come back next week and come back next week? I'm gonna make a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna go pull up. No, no. Can we come back next week and continue this conversation? Sure. Yeah, as a matter of think about this, Chuck. You know, and we can have you know, start about one forty-five or two forty-five your time, and we can see if we can kind of take this to the next level because this needs to be discussed. Amen. Okay, Chuck. Amen. I, I, I'm totally with it. You got it. Yeah, because this be this be part two for like a better scriptural program. It'd be damn. Thank you so much for giving us the opportunity. We really appreciate it.